Next on BYU Sports Nation, these are the days of our Big 12 expansion. As the college football world turns, what is going on in the Big 12? Matt Brown of SB Nation has been tracking the madness. He'll join us live to discuss the immediate future for the Big 12. Plus, Jalen Reyes of BYU Men's Volleyball. What's the key to taking that last step in a national championship chase? Let's go! This is BYU Sports Nation, brought to you by the BYU Store, simulcast on BYU-TV and BYU-Radio. Now, from Studio B, here's Spencer Linton and Brian Logan. BYU Sports Nation live in Radio Vision, presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Thursday, July 7th, wherever and however you are dialed in, my friends. It is wonderful to have you with us in Studio B. I'm Spencer Linton, teamed up with the one and only fruit roll-up designer, Brian Logan. <laughs> fruit roll-up. <laughs> oh, man. Is this because I just ate my fruit roll-up? That may or, have something to do with this, I probably yes. still got, like, stuff in my teeth, man. I, I could, I could that taste it. That neon orange yeah, fruit could, roll-up. I could still taste it in my teeth, so... That's it's a like good a, thing about fruit roll-ups yeah. is, is the lingering like bits a, of fruit roll-up in your teeth. It's a snack, man. You know, I think <laughs> I think that's how I got addicted was play, was the first time I played football, I think I was six or seven years old, and I used to take <laughs> fruit snacks and Starburst and Skittles, and I would put them in my mouthpiece. And they would, you know, I, I would suck on it and whatnot, but after you were done eating it, it stayed for like a good two, three days, so... <laughs> The whole yeah, I just love and the cavities yeah. lasted a lifetime. Yeah, man, amazing. Yep, yep. I amazing yep. how that works. Mm-hmm. Did you ever, when you were peeling the fruit roll up, you know how they cut out like shapes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did yeah. you ever take the time to peel out the shapes, or were you just like, no, give me the thing, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna eat it. I just, how I I just it. ate it. I just ate them how I wanted. But I, I would do weird things with candy, man. I was, I was, I was, I was so creative with it and had such a sh- like sugar tooth, sweet tooth that I would take like gushers and then i would roll them up into the fruit like the fruit roll up i'd unroll it and then put it in you would put gushers inside (laughs) of a fruit roll up yep and then i would take like a pixie stick and i would bite like the top the top off of a licorice take and and then pour it in (laughs) and then i would eat it (laughs) i would do all kinds of stuff okay you're not serious i'm dead serious dude i'm dead serious I, i do that stuff all all the time, man. I would take Starburst and Skittles. I would roll them up. I would take a Starburst, and then I would poke a like hole through, or a Skittle, poke a hole through a Starburst and eat it. Oh man! Did you ever sleep? Did yeah. you ever sleep? Yeah, it's just a part of it's just a part of the me sugar now. rush. Yeah, it's just a part of me. I don't really get sugar rushes anymore. My body's adapted <laughs> to it. You know. <laughs> What's better? And I want you to answer this later in the show. Don't answer it now. Okay. Gushers or fruit roll-ups? Oh, I want you easy. to answer that question. Later in the show. It's easy, man. <laughs> Is it easy? It's so easy. Okay. Here are today's BYU Sports Nation headlines. CBSSports.com writer Dennis Dodd reporting that, quote, Big 12 expansion is dead. Saying that Oklahoma Athletic Director Joe Castiglione told CBS Sports the concept of the league growing beyond 10 teams has ended for the time being and that, quote, there aren't any signs that we'll talk any more about expansion for a little while, end quote. Are R. you buying it, BYU Sports Nation? R.I.P. Big 12 expansion. <laughs> Johnny Linehan is one of 28 college athletes 
Name to the punters or people to award watch list. <laughs> that would be the Ray Guy Award watch list. <laughs> By the Augusta Sports Council, the Ray Guy Award is given to the nation's best punter, and that leads us to the stat of the day. Ooh. It's the BYU Sports Nation stat of the day. 77. Johnny Linehan's 77-yard punt against Nebraska was the third longest in the nation in 2016. Talk or, about a coming yeah. out party for Johnny Linehan. Granted, it was windy, but still, can you imagine that stage? Like, hey, I know you're a good rugby player, but this is your first big-time collegiate football atmosphere, and he rolls out the third longest punt in the entire country. Yeah, man, it was, it was, it was fun to see that because, you know, he's, he's very active on, on social media, right? And You've so, noticed? Yeah, and so, uh, you know, to see, you know, him – excited about uh you know the, the play and his opportunity to make an impact and then go out and do that that's that's pretty cool exciting to see. what are the odds johnny linehan is watching byu sports nation right now johnny is. if you are we'll watching we'll byu sports nation if you are watching byu sports nation okay that camera that camera yep that one i want you to tweet into the show right now and answer the question i just asked brian logan what's better fruit roll-ups or gushers mm, johnny johnny <laughs> if you guys if somebody's a friend of johnny text him let him know so he could let us. He could, let, he, could, he could answer. Daniel Summerhays just got some fantastic news. He is the last-minute addition to the Open Championship across the pond. Summerhays replacing Stuart Sink, who withdrew from golf's major. The Open Championship starts next week at Royal Troon Golf Course in Scotland. Good luck to Daniel. Nice. Rena Chesser competes in the Olympic Trials Steeplechase final tonight at 10:45 p.m. Eastern for a shot to make it to Rio with the t- with Team USA. She's already benefited from that karma. What can she do next? Rise and shout. It's time for What's Trending. You're talking about it, and so are we. It's What's Trending on BYU Sports Nation. Big 12 back and forth. You know what, Brian? What's that? We need a trailer to set this up. Go. One conference, 12 teams. Sorry, 10 teams. Looking to add two teams, or maybe four teams? Oh wait, maybe none at all. We don't know. Will you find out this summer? We have no idea. These are the days of our Big 12 expansion. Yeah! Yeah! <laughs> Woo! Nice! Sums it up perfectly. I'd watch that show. Wouldn't you watch oh, that show? Man, I'd watch it DVR. I'm, I'm hooked, it. man. I'd, yeah, definitely. I'm all in. I don't even like soap operas. Will you find out this summer? <laughs> we have no, no idea. idea. <laughs> 12 teams. Oh, my bad. Wait. Sorry. 10 teams. We are living in that show right now. Gosh. Let's get you caught up to date on what has transpired over the past few days in the modern-day college football soap opera. That is Big 12 Expansion. Big 12 Commissioner Bob Bowlesby has targeted July 19th. Mark it in your calendar, Brian. Mm, as right. the day the conference may make a decision to expand or officially shut the talk down for a while. Not for a not a, not a for sure thing, may. but is may is, that's the key word there. make that decision. May. To quote Bowlesby, I don't know where we're at. <laughs> I know we haven't brought it to a conclusion. Yeah. That conclusion may very well be status quo. Until we get together and the chancellors and presidents make it a decision, I consider it a pending issue oh really yeah what did we learn <laughs> that statement <laughs> nothing nothing at all uh going back to the article that we referenced earlier by dennis dot of cbs sports oklahoma 
athletic director Joe Castiglione was referenced in the following quote. Quote from that article. Castiglione is one of two high-placed sources to tell CBS Sports Big 12 expansion is over. The other source, who preferred to remain anonymous, said expansion was dead regarding, quote, those teams. Now, those teams are referenced in the article as the usual group of schools attached to the Big 12 that includes BYU, UCF, Cincinnati, Colorado State, UConn, Houston, and Memphis. This is a fantastic tweet from at Brian Davis of the uh, Austin American Statesman in Texas. Oklahoma AD tells CBS Sports that Big 12 expansion is dead. Commissioner tells Des Moines Register final decision in two weeks. I give up. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I give up too. what do you make yeah. of all this, man? It's can't, you can't make of anything except for, you know, going back to the new uh, soap opera. You know, it's, 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 it, that's what it is. It's drama, man. It's, it's back and forth. You have people within the organization and different schools that are saying that they want this to happen. It's dead. It died a long time ago. It's not coming back. I mean, it's all over the place. Man. Now, what's interesting to note is David Boren, who was the proponent for Big 12 expansion. He's the president at Oklahoma. He was tooting that horn so hard for a couple of years, it felt like, and now all of a sudden he's quiet. That would suggest that the data in recent Big 12 meetings that they paid a lot of money for showed there's not a need to expand now. I mean, he's quiet. He has totally flipped course. Or maybe he went on vacation for a while. He's done a 180. (laughs) Or if you're Carl Malone... He's done a 360. 360. David Boren and the Big 12 spent a lot of money to find out, essentially, that they don't want to expand. I think that that shows a lot. If, if, if there's data and there's research to why they should or shouldn't expand, and if a lot of teams were – a lot of people were for the expansion, but after the, the results – and they say, oh, well, actually, yeah, never mind. Data proves it. Cause now, they, we're, we're drawing conclusions from that, but yeah. can you see anything else? No, I, I, you, I, I can't see why anything else. Why else would all of a sudden the number one guy, proponent for expansion, be like, well, we don't need to. Data, bro. Data, data-driven results, man. Because before, you know, you're, you're in a place where it's like, yeah, this makes sense for us. And you're kind of feeling your gut and your butterflies and the warm and fuzzies. And you're like, yeah, this makes sense for us to go and do this or it makes sense for us not to do this but when you can come with with data and hard facts and evidence of why you shouldn't do something and that eliminates that gut feeling it's what do you have to say nothing which is why we assume he is gone dark if you could compare big 12 expansion talk to a movie or tv show what would it be that is our twitter question today my friends our first tweet in from at Crazy Coog Fanatic. Brian, would you like to do the honors? Yeah, uh, the never-ending story. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. What's the kid's name in that movie? Is it Bastion? I don't know. Something know, like that. I, was a I, I looked too, the, uh, too young the, for that. The, the dragon, the luck dragon is, is Falcor. Oh, that's a nice tweet from at Crazy Coog Fanatic. The never-ending story. Now, here's the thing. Tom Homo addressed this last week during Media Day at BYU Broadcasting about where he stands on this whole Big 12 topic. Listen to this. Big 12 has gone about this business very professionally. They're not wanting to make it be a public um, discussion, although there's been a few personalities from the Big 12 that have made comments. But it's in our best interest not to be pushing the envelope. 
Okay, for me, that is the right stance. Don't push the envelope. They know what BYU is right now. Yeah. I like that Tom Homo referenced that. That said, <laughs> he mentioned a few personalities that have said some things. <laughs> and those personalities are going back and forth again. Bob Bowlesby, David Boren, Joe Castiglione, they don't seem to be on the same page. Nope, not at all. And... and- and and for BYU, when, when you when he's when he's talking about not pushing the envelope, I mean you still have to be attractive. You still have to play your part, right? And it's, it's kind of like absolutely that, that, that prom queen or, or the most popular girl in school. You don't want to just keep throwing yourself at her and you know just, you know being in the hallway like, hey, look at me, look at me, look at me. But there's there's things that you can do to stay relevant um, and to to catch you know her her eye here and there and kind of stand out from the crowd. What does this all mean for BYU? Brian has started down that path. We will address specifics of that coming up in about 25 minutes about what all of this Big 12 talk now means for the guys and the fans and the coaches and the staff that wear the stretch. Why? What can they do? What do they need to do? Bronco Mendenhall, yes, the former BYU football coach, Coach. also referenced what he feels BYU needs to do. That will be included in our discussion a little bit later. Now, I had somebody ask me in an auto shop yesterday, Brian, what percent chance would you say BYU has to be in a Power 5 conference, let's say, in the next five years? I had a really hard time answering that question. I have no idea. <laughs> I have no idea. No, man. It's a, it's a, it's, it's a roller coaster. It goes up and down and... I mean, things can shift or not shift. I, I think I think it's this is a situation where it's like a true day by day situation. Like you have to just play. It depends it out. on yeah. the day. Yeah, it does. It depends on the flavor. What do you want? Do you want chocolate today? You want vanilla? It kind of feels like that. Do you want gushers or do you want a fruit roller? Oh man, I think I said I think I told him sixty percent. I, I want to adjust that down a, a couple of percent notches because that lines up with where we are in the countdown. Countdown to the Wildcats. 58 days. 58 days away from the college football season for BYU. They open up in Glendale, Arizona against the University of Arizona Wildcats. So I'll say today, chance of uh, BYU being in a Power 5 conference in the next five years, 58%. 58%. Why not? Makes sense, man. Fifty-eight days. It, it makes sense. For 58%. It. I, I just can't wait, man. I'm, I'm tired of talking about... Anything and everything except for real games, (laughs) real life. Coming up on BYU Sports Nation, Matt Brown of SB Nation will join us to talk about the specifics of Big 12 expansion. That hits next. BYU Sports Nation presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Simulcast on BYU Radio Moving Pictures. Those are on BYU TV. Conversation happening right now on Twitter at BYU Sports Nation. Use the hashtag BYUSN. Believe me, Brian Logan knows the drill. Yes, sir. Uh, for all you fans that have social media accounts, uh, who doesn't Twitter, have a social media account? Well, I don't have a Facebook. Like anything, I don't have a Facebook. So you know, don't judge me. My grandmother just got on Facebook. So. <clears throat> For everybody like my grandmother, like Spencer that has an Instagram, a Twitter, <laughs> Snapchat, go and follow BYU Sports Nation. Uh, get 
updates, uh, get some engagement activities, anything and everything, BYU Sports, go ahead and give Sports Nation a follow. And then go ahead and give Spencer Lynn a follow hey, as thanks well. thanks for that. Thanks yeah. for that. No problem, man. I try. Remember once upon a time when we were having a race to see who could have the most Twitter followers? Oh, I think that was, yeah. Yeah, I remember. <laughs> I remember that. I just, I felt bad, man, because I was like, I don't want to beat Spencer. You know, I just, yeah, man, I let him have oh. it. This is, this is, this is, this is your world, Spence. I'm just living in it, man. Oh my goodness. You know, so, would you quit it? I'm not. You no, quit no, it. I'm not a quitter. Mm-mm. If you could compare Big 12 expansion talk to a movie or TV show, what would it be? At P. Kelly 926 says lost. <laughs> the constant plot twists keep pulling us in deeper every episode, but our questions never really get answered. Oh, so true. <laughs> That's a good one. That's a good tweet. Oh, these and this is just gracing the surface. We have received so many good tweets on this. We'll get to more of those uh, in about twenty minutes. Joining us now on the Deseret First Credit Union Hotline is the College League Manager of SB Nation, Matt Brown. Matt, nice to have you back on the show. Well, th- well thanks for having me, fellas. It's good. To, it's good to be back. I learned something new about you this morning: that you're a Pokemon superstar. <laughs> so I, I I think we'd go with with enthusiast rather <laughs> rather than superstar because just as soon as I see like I got everything like figured out, I get to the office and we bring in these interns who are like ten years younger than me and they'll just dunk on me and everything. But uh, yeah, I did I did download the new game along with apparently uh, every single other person in the Western Hemisphere. Been <laughs> um, <laughs> diddling around with that here this morning. It was, it was, it was funny. I'll, I'll, I'll promise. We can talk about football in just a second. I promise. But, okay. Like, I, I downloaded it yesterday, and my toddler was having a hard time sleeping, so I'm kind of up, and it's twelve thirty at night. My wife wake, wakes up. She goes in the kitchen, and I'm waving this phone around, you know, trying to catch a stupid like Zubat or something. My wife <laughs> just like shakes her head. Walks back into the kitchen. She's like, "You're a grown man," <laughs> and there's not really a good comeback for that. Other than I just, I just have to, you know, recognize what I am, and that's a little bit sad. <laughs> Pokemon <laughs> Go! You can join Matt Brown and the rest of the Western Hemisphere that's if right. you so choose. I'm gonna, I'm gonna do that. Man, I, I, I grew up collecting Pokemon cards, and I still got them. Man, I, I, I they're worth a lot of money now. And even <laughs> me and Harvey Yunga. Uh, running back that played here a couple years ago with me. Yeah. Uh, same thing. He was like, man, I got this card. I got that card. And we we're like, I'm like, see, now I feel good, man. Now, because yeah. my wife says the same thing. I'm a grown man, but I'm like, babe, I'm not selling these yet. <laughs> yet. <laughs> well, look, I mean, like, if, you, if you stick off those holographic Charizards, man, you don't need a 401k. I do. You don't need a diversified investment portfolio. I got a holographic right uh, uh, Blastoise as well, man. I got. I, oh, yeah. I think my Charizard has a tiny scratch on it, but you can't really <laughs> tell. When I, when, I, when I go sell it, I'm just going to hold it at an angle so the light like you know, kind of blocks it, and I'll be good. Brian, you're speaking a different language. Language right now. What man? This is, this is <laughs> man. I'm telling Brian. Brian is going to be the most popular guy in middle school right now. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Tell him, Matt. Tell him. Let him know. Matt Brown of SB Nation with this. Uh, we're off to a rip roaring start thanks to Pokemon. Now we can talk about the second most important thing, and that is college football and the ever changing world of Big 12 expansion or not Big 12 expansion, Matt. I saw you going back and forth with uh, David Ubin of Fox Sports Southwest yesterday about what the Big 12 needs to do, and, and he made the point that if, B, if they expand now with a team like BYU and one of the others throw one of them in, they would maybe be more prone to be poached from when those TV grant of rights contracts come up. How do you see that playing out? Yeah, that, that's, that's a good question. And, and, and my, my thinking about this right now is that 
there's not really anything the Big 12 is going to be able to do to make them less likely to get poached. Like, they, they cannot magically make Iowa State a, a national athletic brand. They can't magically turn, uh, you know, Norman, Oklahoma into a gigantic metropolis. So when these grant of rights deals are up, unless the TV rights, as we know it, just completely implodes in six years, which is possible, uh, but maybe not the most likely, then the Big, Tw- the Big Ten and the SEC are going to be able to offer a lot more money and more competitive across-the-board athletics, or even in the Big Ten's case, academic prestige, than what the Big 12 can offer. So it'll be difficult to keep either Texas or Oklahoma in the fold, and you might get poached anyway. Uh, the way that I, I think about this, and from talking to some people, is if you're going to get poached either way, or you run that risk, why not try to make things a little bit more stable for the, the bulk of your membership, for your Texas Techs or your, your Iowa States? But uh, it would appear that conference administrators see things a little bit differently and are content to roll the dice and try to, do, and try to be the ones doing the poaching uh, in a couple of years. Matt, Bob uh, Bowlesby targeted July 19th as the potential decision day. What do you expect to happen on July 19th? Uh, I expect either on July 19th or leaked out ahead of time uh, for the conference to decide to stand pat and say, you know, we analyzed all of the data, we've talked about this ad nauseum, uh, we're, we are, we're not going to expand right now. And, and maybe they decide to hold another conference call in a year or two and revisit the issue. Maybe they decide to put the kibosh on it entirely. Uh, but I would not expect the conference to add any new members, including BYU, within the short term. We have heard the words Big 12 expansion talk is dead or Big 12 expansion is dead from Dennis Dodd of CBS Sports. Do you take that literally? I don't say, well, I, 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 I wouldn't say that it's dead in the sense that if the Big 12 had the opportunity to grab another Power 5 institution, uh, you know, a few years ago they were rumored to try to go after Florida State or Clemson or you know, maybe things go completely sour with the Pac-12 and, 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 you know, something, a scenario creates itself where you could talk to Arizona or Arizona State. Uh, I, I mean, I don't think Big 12 administrators would turn that down. So I guess in that sense, it's not dead. Is it dead in the sense that, uh, you know, they're, the Big 12 is looking to add Cincinnati or BYU or Memphis within the next, like, two years? I, I, it does not appear it's very likely right now. Mm. Matt, what do you think OU President David Bourne saw that made him change his tune about expansion so quickly? That's a good question. And, and my, you know, I'm, I'm still trying to kind of dig into that myself. This, 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 you know, I, I'm, I'm sending out a couple of text messages. I'm trying to ask some people, too. But my, my guess is at this point, uh, either the, the short-term financial benefit without a television network was not going to be as great as he thought. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, that, you're looking at, uh, you know, picking up an extra 2 or $3 million per school, in the first year or two, and that number will get lower as you, as the whoever you expand gets ramped up to a full revenue share. So either that math doesn't work out, or he just didn't have the votes. Because this is this is a decision that you really need to make unanimously or almost unanimously. And if you have Texas and one or two other schools that still have some apprehension about changing things, no matter how hard you bang your hand on the table, it's, it's not really going to be able to get done. Matt Brown, College League Manager of SB Nation, with us on BYU Sports Nation. He has been following the madness that is Big 12 expansion, or lack thereof. Uh, it feels like for like five years now, right, Matt? <laughs> yeah, it's some, some, something like that. I, I got a template that I can just kind of fire up for one of these articles, you know, because <laughs> it, it seems like so much of what I've written now, you could go back to 2013 and change a couple of dates and like one quote, and it's essentially the same story. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm looking forward. I, I, yeah, I, I realize that part of that is a reflection of the fact that uh, – 
I am not necessarily the, the, the prose master here, but uh, there, there hasn't been a whole lot of really substantive change, and I look forward to not writing about this anymore. How in the world does BYU make, and more importantly, keep itself as a football program attractive as a candidate, not just for the Big 12, but perhaps for when that first Power 5 conference goes to 16 teams and dominoes start to fall? That, that's a great question, and I'm honestly not sure what else they can do at this point. Because if, if you look at it right now, BYU should be able to go and say, hey, compared to all these other institutions, we have the most power conference-ready infrastructure, we have the most power conference-ready stadium and fan base, and if you look at Sagarin, if you look at S&P Plus or F Plus or any of these you know, data-centric models we use to compare teams, BYU has not only been a more consistent and stronger football program than their peers in this group, but compared to an average Big 12 program. And that's with an athletic budget of, I don't know, 55, 56 million. So you could say, imagine what we could do if we're spending 70, which is around the, the minimum athletic budget for a Big 12 conference. And if you look at all of that, and they weren't able to convince anybody, I don't know if, uh, you know, another season, another two seasons of winning nine games even with this schedule, really substantially changes things. So other than having a, just a super season, you, you kind of are what you are and, and have to hope that the, the, the finances or the model of the sport changes in a way that would make people change their mind a little bit. And maybe it is a super season, a la 1996 for BYU or 2001 when they started 12-0. and Who knows? Yeah. But is this, sure. a, yeah. is, is this a case of... Maybe the Big 12 saying, okay, well, BYU brings all of those numbers, but is there another school that is like BYU in terms of all of the ratings systems that you just mentioned and the metrics? Is there another school like that out there that's not in a Power 5 conference? You know, I, I, that's possible. You know, if, if I, I would have to do some more digging to see if that, was, if that was the thought process. I can't speak to that. But, I mean, I think if you look at that math, I don't think Cincinnati is that far off. Or if, you, if, if it's just a financial play, if, if the only point of expanding is to try and, and improve the, the depth of your conference, you could get BYU and probably Boise State as football-only members, and would, would not, that would not dilute your product at all. So I, I don't know if, if that's the thought process there or not, but there, there might, it's, it's entirely possible that these administrators are using metrics beyond just uh, what we have been perceiving as the, the metrics people would look at in making this decision. See, and, and Matt, going with those metrics, um, I, I think we all know that, that BYU uh, has, has put themselves in a position, uh, you know, based off of those metrics to get an invite. Uh, I, I think the only metric, if, if it is even counted, um, is the, that, that I'm concerned about is the wins um, or the losses. If, if BYU uh, doesn't have good seasons, maybe they – go to a bowl game here and there. But let's say that they drop those down from, you know, 9-10 win seasons to, you know, 6-7. Does that change the way the Big 12 or other conferences uh, look at BYU? I mean, like, if we look at the way that other institutions have been able to get power conference invites, uh, the the prevailing thing has been about money, right? Mm -hmm. Like, BYU, by every metric, is a superior athletic program to Rutgers. uh, But Rutgers, you know, is a peer institution of the Big Ten, They've made the Big Ten a gajillion dollars, and people are willing to overlook some mediocre, uh, at best, <laughs> sports programs mm-hmm. to, to get them an invite. Uh, failing an ability to, to make a ton of money, then it comes to wins. And so, sure, I think it would go without saying that it would be better to be an 8, 9, 10 win program that's beating teams that people have heard of on ESPN 
than it is to be a five, five, six win program that's kind of struggling to, to get any kind of national attention. So it's always better to win than to not win. Um, and if you can't make the claim that you're going to make somebody rich, which I don't think BYU can do at this point, you know, the best to make a claim that you're going to make them better at sports. And that's something that they can do right now. And if they keep winning, they can continue to make that argument. Follow Matt Brown on the Twitter machine at MattSBN. We'll end with this. What's more likely to happen first, a Power 5 conference expands to 16 teams or the Big 12 expands? Uh, that's a great question. I think that you'll see a team, a conference expand to 16 teams at the end of this round of the grant of rights, which is, uh, you know, would be around 2023, 2024 in, in that neighborhood. Uh, you know, I would be surprised if the Big 12 expanded before then. But uh, I think, as, as you and I both know from, from having these conversations here, uh, you know, they can say one thing and do, have to do something completely different 18 hours later. So with, with, with a very small degree of confidence, I would say I think a 16-team conference is more likely. <laughs> <laughs> very good. Matt, entertaining as always to talk to you. We appreciate the insight into trying to figure out what in the world's going on in Big 12 country. You bet. Uh, happy, happy to talk with you guys. Have a great rest of your day. <laughs> Thank you so much. Matt Brown right, on the Deseret First Credit Union Hotline. Deseret First, your values, your timeline, your financial future. What's hmm. going to happen first? Does Power 5 team go to 16 teams? Or Power 5 conference, I said, Shay, go to 16 teams? I'd say he catch a Pokemon before <laughs> on his son's, you know. <laughs> on, this, on this game before that happens. If you could compare Big 12 expansion talk to a movie or TV show, what would it be, BYU Sports Nation? At Twiggearstone says, Peanuts. Lucy is always pulling that football away from Charlie. You always hope that just once Ooh. she will not. Ooh, that's a great one. <laughs> At He-Man underscore Hyde, Lord of the Rings. One does not simply walk in to the Big 12. <laughs> Coming up. BYU men's volleyball on topic. They were one game away from a national championship. Jalen Reyes is here to relive that and talk about taking the next step. Welcome back, sports friends. Spencer Linton and Brian Logan in Radio Vision live on BYU Radio, simulcast on BYU TV, presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Watch BYU Sports Nation via the fourth-generation Apple TV. Download the app and soak in the blue goggle goodness. You can also soak in Spencer Linton's blue slash green eyes. (laughs) (laughs) I wonder every day what color they are. It just depends on your shirt, right? (laughs) It it really does depend on the clothing. Yeah, that's like my wife. She has blue eyes, too. Sometimes it's green and blue, but yeah. Very beautiful. They're, we, they're beautiful like my, my like my wife's eyes, man. We have discussed my blue-green eyes yeah. and Brian's sweet tooth to the form of fruit roll-ups. I don't know about my sweet tooth. Wrapped around I, gushers with know. pixie stick dust <laughs> all over the top. Oh, <laughs> By the way, answer the question now. Gushers or fruit roll-ups? Uh, fruit roll-ups, man. I've... I'm shocked. You said that answer was easy. Uh, I'm shocked. Yeah, it was easy. Fruit roll-ups. You know, RIP <gasps> to, you know, Big 12 expansion talks and RIP to the Gushers, man. They just – I got – my cavities wow. are, are really bad. My, I have so – there's – like the holes are so big in my teeth that it's really hard to get the Gushers out. So I have to, yeah, eat other uh, How do candy. I go on? I, you, have, you have been a proponent of Gushers for so long on this very program that I don't even know what to think Like right It's now. like one of these things, like if I, if, I, if I see a Gush, if I see them and I have an opportunity to eat them, I'll eat them. But if I can choose, I'm not going to choose Gushers. I'm going to choose something else. Okay. 
Okay. That's the best way Soak to that it. in, BYU Sports Nation, as we refresh today's headlines. <laughs> CBSSports.com writer Dennis Dodd reporting that, quote, Big 12 expansion is dead, saying that Oklahoma Athletic Director Joe Castiglione told CBS Sports, the concept of the league growing beyond 10 teams has ended for the time being and that, quote, there aren't any signs that we'll talk anymore about expansion for a little while. Johnny Linehan is one of 28 college athletes named to the Ray Guy Award watch list by the Augusta Sports Council. The Ray Guy Award is given to the nation's best punter. Daniel Summerhay is a last-minute addition to the Open Championship. He replaces Stuart Sink, who withdrew from golf's next major. The Open Championship starts next week at Royal Troon Golf Course in Scotland. Scotland! <laughs> Rena Chester competes in the Olympic Trials steeplechase t- uh, final tonight at 10.45 p.m. Eastern for a shot to make it to Rio with Team USA. Joining us now, one of our favorite people here on the BYU campus, Jalen Reyes, because he brings such a relaxed style to Studio B. And you know what? We were just talking about gushers or fruit roll-ups, Jalen. What's better? Gushers? Gushers. Gushers? Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't quite hey, have hey. the cavities yet. That's why. See, that's, <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what it is. But man. in a couple of years from now, I might change my mind. <laughs> if you get the cavities like Brian. Oh, yeah. yeah. Just don't sprinkle pixie dust all over gushers wrapped in fruit roll-ups. Hey, uh, did you, yeah, did you ever do anything? Did you ever beat, like, just be creative and take gushers and maybe wrap it up in a fruit roll up or mix in other candy with any other I don't know. <laughs> I used to stick Skittles in my fruit roll up. See, there you go, man. I'm a Skittles guy. See, I'm like Marshawn Lynch. A I'm a Skittles guy. I, I did the same thing, dude. <laughs> See, so Spencer's the weird one, right? I'm not a weird. <laughs> It's, I just I like to I, enjoy bro, them. It's two on one, bro. I like to enjoy them as separate entities. It's two on one, though. Like you, you were looking like fascinated, and it's normal to me. It's obviously normal to Jalen. So, oh my you're goodness. the odd man out. You should try it. It'll change your life. Skittles in fruit rolls or gushers in a fruit roll up? Either or. I used to. I I said earlier, Jalen, that I used to put Skittles in uh, Starburst in like a Starburst. <laughs> I could, I could, I'd be, I'd be down with that. Yeah. Starburst and Skittles are probably my two favorite candies. Yeah, yeah. Look, yeah. <laughs> he's like, what is going on here? What is going on? I, I don't know what's happening right now. <laughs> let's let's uh, slowly turn the page now to uh, something else that Jalen is an expert on. Not Starburst and Skittles, but BYU men's volleyball. And uh, it feels like to me, it feels like it's been a long time. Uh, since that championship match against Penn State. Even though it's only been a couple of months, maybe it's just like it's felt long because we're in the middle of the summer. But what have the last few months been like for you, knowing that you were this close to wrapping up a national championship? I think maybe like the week, two weeks after, it was frustrating or disheartening just because we were so close. But then you kind of you know step away for a little bit and – you don't see the boys for a little while and you know as coaches we talk about you know how ways we can get better in terms of trying to get back there next year and uh, you know we think we have a good group coming back in terms of you know players that have experience now playing in the final four in the national championship game um, coming back to our roster and so do the other three teams that are in the final four with us so um, you know just kind of traveling around the country recruiting you know everyone saying congratulations but oh you guys are so close you know hearing yeah. that probably Three or four times each and every day, I go to a club or a high school tournament. So it's it's uh, it's definitely in the mind back there. And of course, running into always the Ohio State coaches makes you kind of <laughs> it's a little bit of a reminder each and every time. So do, do you do you wish that 
uh, or, or or let me take it let me take a step back because I always thought of this being a, a player or or even a coach being a part of a, a, a an organization. I would almost rather not make it to the championship game knowing that I'm going to lose it and just kind of be on on the cusp, right? Would, mm-hmm. would you what what do you experience or or what what would you say you know based off of your experience? So I lost two of these. I lost one as a coach, and then I lost one as a player when mm-hmm. I was a sophomore. So the first couple of days after, it hurts so bad you wish you weren't playing, yeah. you know? And then, you know, you have the quote-unquote experts telling you, you know, you should have done this, you should have done that. And in the back of my mind, you know, maybe a month or two after, I'm thinking, well, yeah, I mean, of course, everyone has everyone's such an expert when you lose. But when you win, you know, no one has anything to say. So I think it's one of those... Um, you know, a couple of days after you kind of wish maybe you weren't there because it hurt so much. But at the end of the day, it's, you know, that's kind of why you play or why you coach to get to that game. So it's, I'd rather get there than not get there. But the pain of losing that game is worse than losing, you know, one of the four or five other games we lost this season. So for sure. Jalen Reyes, a BYU men's volleyball assistant coach with us on BYU Sports Nation. You mentioned the word good to describe what you bring back in this team, and I think that might be a severe understatement. You basically bring back everybody (laughs) from the team that won the MPSF and is now hoping to win a national championship. So are we we underselling? Are you doing that purposely? (laughs) Um, No, I think think we have a good, you know, we have a – above average team coming back but <laughs> you know, stay humble. i'll say it they're great that's you know, my opinion though. but for us you know the goal is to win it all right and so do the other three teams that were in the final four and some other teams that are going to be really really good and you know we think that with you know the guys training over the summer getting stronger we think that you know we think we're going to be there again you know now we just got to be able to get back you know back to columbus this year and be able to finish finish the deal but you know it starts you know when school starts and you know practicing every single day to you know for the boys to get better and you know trying to you know sell to the boys that hey you can get better and I know you know and I know all they all believe that but you know in the kind of those long days in the fall sometimes it's you know easy to for them to look forward to January into you know to May no question versus you know let's not skip October and November before we get there and that's a that's a good approach as a coach some of my best coaches you know, after I would get an interception or, or have a great game, they would always point out, you know, my, my faults, my flaws. And I'm like, what about, you know, the 500 other plays that I did well? Um, so that's a good approach there. But, but what, what about the, the, the pressure? Knowing that you guys have a, a great team coming back, how do you, guys, how do you keep the, the guys focused on, you know, not, uh, not, not putting too much pressure on themselves and going out and, and performing the way they, they, you know that they can? So for us this year, we talked about um, each and every match, me, Luke, and Sean kind of said basically the same thing. Maybe we worded it a little differently, but each match is a process, you know, and I remember in the final four um, against Long Beach, you know, before the match, we're all saying, you know, this is a process. And before the national championship game, Luca and Sean state that even tonight, it's a process. So there's not a a buildup of this match is more important than this match or this match is, like that. you know, more important than this match. It's a process. You know, Monday morning practice is a process to get to where hopefully we came really, really close to getting last year. So, you know, from day one to, you know, hopefully it ends on May, whatever it is, 6th or 7th this year. Hopefully, you know, it's an entire process. You just changed my life, man. <laughs> I'm over here like I had an aha moment, you know, because I've, I've, 
I've struggled. I think even outside of of sports, mm-hmm. you know, you kind of have your goals, right? Mm-hmm. And, you, and you look down the road, and you can definitely get distracted. Mm-hmm. But if you understand your process and, and live in the moment, mm-hmm. it's hard to get distracted, and it makes you focus. Oh my gosh! Thank you, dude. Thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> Have you watched the championship match, or is that a case where you're like, throw it in the garbage, we're just moving on? No. <laughs> and I never will. I and you think. never will. I don't, I don't think I will. I, know, I, don't, I heard, uh, so we were in nationals, uh, a boys club tournament, um, big, like the club national championships in Dallas this week. And I guess like the second night I was there, um, I guess they played the game, like on ESPN, they replayed the game on ESPN2 or ESPNU. Ugh. And everybody shows up to the, the convention center the next day at 8 a.m. like oh i watched the match i'm like what do you mean watch the match they're like oh espn played it last night and i'm just like okay good thing i wasn't home because <laughs> there's only like four or five channels i ever watched on tv byu tv is one of them by thank the way. you hey. Jalen. thank and, you for the plug so and cool. uh and yeah everyone's asking everyone kind of asked me the same question will you ever watch it have you ever watched it I'm like probably not burn no. the tape no, <laughs> burn it throw yeah. it in the garbage yep. there's there's probably like what three or four games in your whole life that you will burn you will never go back and watch yeah. that's probably one of them yeah right? usually it's always this the, like if your season doesn't end the way you want it's usually always that game yep. uh-huh. <laughs> and, and, and it's and it's it's worse too when it's i mean it's worse for you for for you guys because of the championship but you, anytime it's the last game and you, and you don't go out strong it's you're almost like itching and feeding to get back to something right just to kind of make up for that Mm -hmm, for sure is that how the the, you guys feel and and kind of just the vibe for sure like since most of the time we're in the playoffs every year and um you know the playoffs ends basically when you lose yep so you know we just wanted a season where the last game we win because if that means the last game we win that means we accomplished finally accomplished the goal so with the creation of the big west men's volleyball conference now the MPSF expands by adding Grand Canyon and Concordia Irvine. How does that change the face of men's college volleyball? Um, I think initially it's a little, how do you say this? It's uneasy for a lot of us. Maybe I would probably put us in Stanford because we're the teams not quite in L.A., so it makes scheduling a little bit more difficult. Mm-hmm. We kind of liked, the, you know, initially we liked the MPSF the way it was because we pretty much play all the best teams. You know, you can throw in Ohio State, Loyola, Lewis, Penn State, not to leave anybody out, but, you know, for those teams, the rest of the better teams in the country were all in our conference. So we didn't really need to necessarily worry about scheduling, you know, mm-hmm. and because, uh, you know, our conference schedule, we pretty much play all the top 15 teams in the country anyway. Right. So for us now it's, you know, we have to be a little bit more creative with scheduling. So we'll still play – We'll still play Hawaii. We'll still play Long Beach. We'll still play UC Irvine. Um, you know, but now it's, you know, versus the conference just mandating, okay, you guys will play each other on this date. Now we kind of have to have this, like, you know, set up what they do in football, like home and away things yeah. with, um, with different teams. But for us, it's, uh, it's exciting for sure, the growth of um, the sport in terms of adding a, a conference. And it's, it's big, for, I think, for the sport because now you're adding a legitimate conference. You know, the MPSF wasn't a big – conference in any sport the MIVA the EIVA conference Carolinas were all quote-unquote volleyball conferences so now having the big west which is you know supports other sports um you know we think that's you know overall better for the entire game of volleyball sure and uh you know we're hoping that um you know the big west can add a couple of teams too because that would be really good and you know I think the end goal for all this is maybe to expand the NCAA tournament to eight teams and I think if it expands to eight which you would need more teams now. Not it's not based on how many conferences you have, right. 
the Big West, as, as of now, just took six teams and put them in a different conference. So they didn't add any teams. So, you know, hopefully they can add some teams and we can get this thing up to eight. And, you know, I think that would probably be the end goal for everybody. We think that would be the best. And it's, uh, it's kind of cool now because now we have the flexibility now to play other teams. You know, mm-hmm. we think, you know, you can look at it as, you know, half full or half empty. You know, half empty means I got to go out and work to try and schedule all these other teams. But now it's, you know, now we, you know, we'll think we'll have a conference with six or seven teams with us. And now it just allows us to travel a little bit more, be able yep. to go down to L.A. and play different teams and, you know, have uh, more of a national schedule versus yeah. just we're kind of on the West Coast the entire yep. year. Jalen, always a pleasure, my friend. Thank you, guys. Thanks yeah. for coming back to Studio B. I know you've got uh, some old teammates to harass, maybe Taylor Sander with yeah, Team USA. Yeah, definitely. It's like he's got something important to do in August <laughs> yeah, for some reason. Just give him a hard time, man. Will do. Just give him a hard time. Jalen, thanks for the time. Thank you, guys. Up next on BYU Sports Nation, Twitter time. More of your tweets. If you could compare Big 12 Expansion Talk to a movie or TV show, what would it be? Also... What in the world can BYU do to stay relevant at a time like this? Not just get relevant, but stay relevant. BYU Sports Nation presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Spencer Linton, Brian Logan, live from Studio B. If you miss an episode of BYUSN Live, watch the rebroadcast starting promptly at 6 p.m. Eastern weeknights on BYU TV. Uh, you can also uh, catch up with all the action on any social media account that let's, you let's guys see, have. Twitter? Uh, Twitter, yep. Uh, Snapchat, mm-hmm. yep. Uh, Instagram, okay. yep. And Facebook. All right. Yep, yep. Well, I think we've uh, pretty much got everything covered, right? Yeah, I think so. I think so. <laughs> I, think, I think we need to add like a Pinterest. Maybe. Oh, I'm Brian, happy don't do to this. head don't do that. This. Uh, you know, campaign and project don't, for you guys. So just you want to be the at you want to headline the BYU Sports Station Pinterest page? Holla at your boy, yeah, man. You Pinterest, need all sorts you, of ideas it's getting, it's getting hot, about what man. to do with fruit snacks. Don't and get left. How to give your kids cavities and stuff That's, like that. Nope, it'd be all sports. <laughs> <laughs> Earlier in the show, we mentioned something that former BYU coach Bronco Mendenhall mentioned about BYU getting relevant and remaining relevant. I want you to listen to this soundbite, then we'll discuss a little bit. Our position is not one of leverage. We're in a position of, of um, earning. We're not in a position of entitlement. We're in a position of um, really demonstration. And so the biggest stages against the best teams. BYU wants to get into the Big 12. We know that. Tom Homo reiterated that on Media Day. But as Bronco said, and I agree wholeheartedly, they're not in a position of leverage. They have to earn their way in. So Brian... What in the world can BYU do right now to further the cause? I mean, the, the, the resume, I think, is in large part in. What can they do? I mean, I mean you obviously have to, to win and, and you have to stay relevant. And the best way to do that is, is by being nationally ranked in a national conversation. But that involves consistency. And that's something that Coach Mendenhall always said was, you know, we can't just be ranked in the top 10 or top 15, you know, one year. We have to do it for two years and then for three years. And then that, after that third year, then we start getting that recognition and it's solidified throughout the, you know, college football that we are legit. So that's what's going to happen is not only win, but, but be consistent at winning. BYU needs another 1996-esque or 2001-esque type season where you win 11 or 12 games ranked in the top 15, probably into the top 10. Yep. It's not about getting ranked. BYU's done that the past few years. It's about staying ranked, mm-hmm. finishing ranked. That's where it is. 
If you could compare Big 12 expansion talk to a movie or a TV show, what would it be? At M. Dunham 8764 says, The Bachelorette. Will we get the final rose? <laughs> Cougar Whip Around hits next. BYU Sports Nation presented in part by DexterLaw.com. Help when you need it most. Brian, what should we do? Whip it. It's time for the Cougar Whip Around. Football. CBS Sports writer Dennis Dodd reports that, quote, Big 12 expansion is dead saying that Oklahoma Athletic Director Joe Castiglione told CBS Sports the concept of the league growing beyond 10 teams has ended for the time being and that there aren't any signs that we'll talk anymore about expansion for a little while. Johnny Linehan is one of 20 college athletes named to the Ray Guy Award watch list by the Augusta Sports Council. The Ray Guy Award is given to the nation's best punter. Cougars in the PGA. Daniel Summerhays is a last-minute addition to the Open ah. Championship in Schooland. Summerhays <laughs> replaces Stuart Sink, who withdrew from the major. It starts next week at Royal Troon Golf Course. Baseball. Baseball. Kill me with that. Colton Shaver went two for four with a double and a run in the Cape Cod League for the Wareham Gateman. And Jacob Brugman went one for five with a two-run homer for the Nashville Sounds. Softball. Gordy Bravo, former BYU softball star, and her team Mexico fell to Team USA Elite 17 to nothing yesterday in the World Cup of Softball, but we still love Gordy. Crack and fill. Rena Chester competes in the Olympic Trials Steeplechase Final tonight at 10.45 p.m. Eastern for a spot in Rio with Team USA. Volleyball. USA Women's Volleyball swept Argentina yesterday to complete an undefeated run in the Pan Am Cup group play. BYU head women's volleyball coach Heather Olmstead, an assistant on Team USA. They play in the semifinals on Saturday. Today's Rise and Shout brought to you by Dexter and Dexter. Help when you need it most. DexterLaw.com. Brian, who deserves the Rise and Shout? Should we give it to Jalen? Um, yeah, let's give it to, to Jalen. I, I don't think, think anybody think knows should. how hard he's working to recruit. He's going back to the other side of the country again. They're searching far and wide for the best volleyball town in the country. Is, is Jalen married? Do you know if he's married? No. Oh, then, yeah, that's, that's like a vacation. Man. <laughs> <laughs> Work vacation. Uh-huh. If you could compare Big 12 expansion talk to a movie or TV show, what would it be? Let's go to the Twitter machine. Tweet, tweet. This in from at Still Team Riley. I compare it to that one awesome show I used to watch, but don't anymore. <laughs> He's over it. At Googs53, The Office. The Big 12 is like Dunder Mifflin. People are there, but they are very mismanaged. No. <laughs> at BYU underscore undefeated. Rudy, because we're playing all the fi- Power 5 teams we can, trying to, to make the team, and there's a happy ending. Yay! Our elite tweet of the day from at Toshalin19. Interstellar makes no sense at all and makes me want to put my head through the wall. Yes! I love that That's movie. my favorite movie. I love I know that everything movie. That, that went on. Thanks you to all of our guests. Me. For Brian, I am Spencer. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Bob Bowlesby. Yes. Bye See you tomorrow. Bye.